Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Howdy. <laughs> did, it, did it feel like 49 football today? When you can sustain longer drives or explosive drives, whatever it is, and you don't have penalties on first and second down, you're not turning the ball over, yes, that's Niners football. You know, we, we usually do a really good job protecting the ball and not getting penalties, and that's what you guys saw today. In the last couple of weeks, that's all I've been saying is if, as long as we don't turn the ball over a bunch and we don't have penalties on first and second down, we're going to score a lot of points. And you kind of saw that too in the, uh, the first, second quarter, wherever it was, where we had to, like, I think we kicked the field goal and we had to punt because we had penalties on first down. As long as we can eliminate those things, our offense has enough really, really good football players to get yards, stay on the field, and sustain long drives. And this was the first time that Brock had got into a game with you know, a few games where he'd made some hmm. turnovers and kind of had to had his back against the wall a little bit. How do you feel that he, he responded to that challenge? No, I just go back to this. Brock started like 40-plus games in college. He had highest of highs. He's had the lowest of lows. Like He's dealt with mistakes. He's... He's had bad games in college. And so this was his confidence is still there. And that's all I wanted him to, you know, continue doing. He knows how to, you know, bounce back. And I don't think Brock, you know, played poorly the last couple of games. Yeah, sure, there's a throw to he probably wants back, but if you look at the tape, he's still playing at a high level those three weeks that we lost. And just this time we were able to not turn the ball over, not have penalties, and so we we're able to be out there and you can see the type of quarterback that Brock is. George, obviously you on the long touchdown, you're running the route, but did you get a chance to watch how Purdy was able to kind of hang in the pocket. Like, you see a replay of that? I've not seen it yet, but all I know is that Brock's really good in the pocket, and uh, when he has confidence in his skill players, he's going to sit in the pocket and give you an opportunity, which is what he gave me. Can, can you walk us through that touchdown? Uh, you know, what's fun is um, you come in at halftime and um, – you know, you sit down as an offense, and Kyle brings up like, "Hey, these are the eight to ten plays that I want to get ran this half." And that play was the second play of the half, and that was not on those. That was not <laughs> up there. And uh, you know, I don't know if Kyle talked about it, but he's like, second and one, they always go man coverage, and so motion over there. We're in uh, twenty-two personnel, so two tight ends, two running backs, and a wide receiver, and it gives me a one-on-one versus a linebacker, which I'll take that any day of the week versus anybody. Um, so it was a great call by Kyle to get us in the right play, and it was exactly what we wanted it to be. It was exactly how we drew it up. Uh, so I'm just, you know, thankful that Kyle called that play. You know, it's really difficult to get that open. <laughs> I saw the guy, I saw him fall, and I was like, I know it was, I knew it was man coverage too. I was like, well, I knew the safety went to the other way because he's covering someone else. So just, you know, had a little, you know, have some fun going into the end zone. I probably won't ever walk in again because I'm going to get yelled at for that. But, <laughs> you know, at least I didn't drop the ball before I got in the end zone. Is that the most room you've ever had in between you and the defender in your career? After he fell, yes. Yeah, that was really fun. We should do that more often. Can you the emotional journey of the touchdown pass that went to Brandon over your head? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
kind of talked about this, but I heard like three times, like, you know, was that a great decision by Brock? Well, since it worked, it was a great decision. Um, but like every time I see a quarterback, you know, rolling out to his left and throwing back to the right, I just think about Brett Favre and the Vikings in the playoffs. And like, it's one of the biggest no-nos, um, except when it works. And um, it was funny too, because, you know, Brandon's running a corner, I'm running across and Brock's like, you know, type nodding his head for us to go back but he was like I was talking to the defense I was trying to you know sell it to the defense I wanted you guys to keep running yeah well my bad Brock I mean Brandon Brandon both fell for it too but uh you know I went over my head a little bit and I was like hopefully there's someone else there that's not a defensive player and I look around and Brandon scoring a touchdown and I'm just happy for Brandon to get back in the end zone because he had two against Pittsburgh and it's been kind of a dry spell for him but you know uh, it's a fun day when you know all the skill positions score unfortunately not Christian but you know when you're tied in and a fullback or scoring that's great that's great football as far as scrambling, like his legs, because that's what he did on that play. He's, he's created a lot of plays for you guys this season. What does that bring to your offense? When you have a quarterback who can run a little bit and he is a threat in the run game and he also like he believes in his legs and he can outrun guys, um, it just allows plays to develop a little bit longer. You know, not everything has to be a three-step, five-step drop, seven-step drop throw. When you can do a little bit extra, it's really hard to play defense and cover guys for five seconds. It really is, and especially if there's like not a lot of pressure and the quarterback's out on the side. That's where you get all the legal contacts. That's where you get the pass interferences. Or you know, if you're playing man coverage, it's really difficult to guard guys that long. So it just allows our offensive players who are skilled guys, like I said, they're very talented. Talented allows us to work a little bit longer and get open. Can you explain the impact of having Debo and Trent back in the lineup? I mean, the offense looked pretty flawless today with him back. Um, you know, what Debo brings to the table is a lot, um, you know, especially where we line them up. Um, when you can move him and Christian, you interchange them. It, the defense has to account for a lot of stuff, and then you you take in all of our motions and all that stuff. There's a lot going on for the defensive process every single play. And when you have that capability, um, it you know just gets the defense kind of on, on their heels a little bit, and then you can attack them with Debo. You can throw a route to Christian. Um, so that's huge for our offense, just to have that um, diversity, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then you go look at Trent Williams, and what Trent does is, besides being you know a first ballot Hall of Famer, left tackle, still playing at a very high level, his confidence that he brings into the huddle um, is fantastic. The way he gets guys hyped for before drives, in the middle of drives, uh, he's incredibly encouraging. Uh, just when you have a guy like that who's a very vocal leader too in the huddle, it just brings everybody up around him. And then also, he doesn't really need chips or anything like that. You know, he just kind of manhandles anybody that he goes against, and it's very it's very fun to play with someone that's the, probably the best to ever do at his position. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.